0: What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, and today is episode three of the sessions on um, speaking directly to people who have survived childhood abuse. Uh, I'm definitely targeting this to those, you know, teens and young adults who are going through this phase of transition, but I'm also directing this at anyone... Who may just want to reflect on their own healing process, or maybe you're someone who is above young adulthood and you've just never really gone through this process, and you kind of want to talk it out and you want to go through the healing because it's never too late to go through the healing steps and to and, you know to make it more possible for you to live the life that you really truly want to live and deserve to live. So this episode right here is going to be all about self love, and we're going to focus on the reasons that we don't give ourselves enough self-love and how to overcome that now before we go on i do want to specify the difference between childhood abuse and childhood trauma childhood trauma could be witnessing someone that you care about getting killed right? It could be losing a parent very young in life. And see, childhood trauma is going to have a different type of impact on you than childhood abuse. And we can definitely explore that topic later. But I do encourage you guys to look at the psychological research that differentiates between the impact of abuse and neglect versus that of actual childhood trauma and what that looks like. Because it does get, you know, recorded differently in our body, as we might imagine. So, but going back to this conversation, what is it? that makes it so difficult for us to show ourselves self-love. Well, by and large, we have this one major thing that we share with everybody in the community, which is just a lot of the time we get so busy and so wrapped up that it's, it's we forget. We just flat out forget to give ourselves self-love. But on a deeper level, as someone surviving childhood abuse and neglect, you learned about love and worth and comfort in a household that was not stably giving you that. They didn't consistently give you that. And so it may be difficult. And also sometimes in some cases might be difficult to accept and appreciate comfort and love because you don't trust it to remain steady, to be safe. Right? Remember, like we talked about in episode two, that what you grew up in is what became your norm. It's what you learned, right? It's what you believed to be normal. And even though you didn't like the abuse, clearly, you still adapted in that environment, right? So you know how to adapt and how to adjust in that environment. And so whenever you, you give yourself love and nurturing or when someone else offers you love and nurturing, you might not trust it completely. And so there's a little bit of discomfort with it. And so I really encourage people that are going through recovery and healing yourself to you know, focus on giving yourself self-love because it will allow you not only to feel more empowered personally, but it also opens up the opportunity for more nurturing friendships and romantic relationships it really gives you that comfort because imagine this you know if you can get comfortable with self-love then you get more likely to be comfortable with other people giving you love right it kind of just makes sense right it will be easier to go through that transition of getting normalized to love uh, if it comes from yourself first just makes sense so One of the things about self-love is kind of just preparing yourself to think outside of the box and creatively. There's not just one way to give self-love. And so I don't want you to go with the cookie cutter version if it's not going to work for you and whatever the cookie cutter version looks like for you. Like some people say, well, you know, I'm not really into bubble baths because I'm personally I am not into bubble baths. I kept getting told by people, oh, you should like, you know, relax in a hot tub or a bubble bath and soothe your body. I have, I'm a very busy bodied person, my body likes to move. And so sitting still for me is torture. I I hate it. So if I can move, I'm so happy. And it's a release for me, right? So you got to kind of find what works for you, something healthy, something relieving and something nurturing. And don't be afraid to test things out. It's kind of like a menu at a a fine dining restaurant, you know, you you want to try out until something works and the great thing about it is you're at a fine dining restaurant right it's all love it's all beautiful so even if it's not your thing and you're like okay that was fun you still gain something positive right there's no negative from giving love to yourself so maybe you'll try out getting a pedicure including for guys I know some men who really love pedicures really truly love pedicures so maybe you get you know you treat yourself to a pedicure. And maybe you loved it. Maybe you didn't. Maybe it was kind of like, okay, you know, whatever it, it was nice. It was soothing On to the next thing. Right. And then you move on to the next option on your list. And so then maybe you try out yoga or maybe you try out hiking or meditation or treating yourself to a dessert while sitting in the park, reading a book or watching YouTube videos, while eating this dessert in the park, you know, Um, watching comedy movies in the park. Um, And notice I keep saying the park because I'm really encouraging people to get more fresh air because you want to and also changing space. Like a lot of people will say, well, I want to give myself self-love in my home. And that's fine. But you also want to reset your energy. And there's something to be said about a switch in environment and how it shifts your energy. So keep that in mind as well. So here's what i want you to do i want you to think of number one an environment what would be an environment that would make you feel comfortable and loved it might be a salon or a barbershop. it might be a beachfront or a mountainside it might be a park or a forest it might be a coffee shop or a restaurant you know think about the spaces that give you comfort it might be a gym It might be a yoga studio or it might be a temple or a church or a mosque. Think about spaces that give you comfort. And it doesn't just have to be one. You can write down more than one of these. And make a list of the spaces first. And really be intentional about it with this next step. What are activities that would bring you comfort in that space? Even if that activity is very simply sitting or laying down and just breathing. Or maybe the activity is walking slowly. Or maybe the activity is boxing the crap out of a boxing bag, right? See there's no right or wrong way. Maybe the activity is something that's truly indulgent, like I mentioned eating the dessert while you watch YouTube videos in the middle of a nature trail, right? You know, it's about giving you love, indulging on yourself, loving on yourself and giving you this healthy outlet and teaching yourself to be comfortable, normalizing love in your life. So that way, you can walk and move different. Love becomes comfortable. Safety becomes normal for you. It's all about teaching and loving on yourself. And as I mentioned in episode two, it's basically like loving those negative things out of yourself. A, A therapist once told me about like speaking to the child, right? Um, And she was saying that she tells her clients, her, you know, the people that come to her to speak to that child as the adult that you are today, as the empowered person that you are today. You are no longer in that space. And so talking to that child and saying, hey, guess what? I am going to love on you and I am going to treat you to all of the things that you deserve. I'm going to treat you to that. And give you this love and show you that you deserve it. And she says in doing that, it really is a a major reset on the spiritual front, really opening it up for you. And I really want guys to listen to me because I know a lot of guys are like, you know, you're, you're socialized, right? You're told that this is mushy, emotional stuff. You're socialized to not do this. That's bullshit. Okay. Loving yourself and loving others is the biggest power that you can have because it empowers you to move forward with confidence. You move forward with more energy, more determination. You move forward with more of a stable center. People who have a stable center tend to search and seek and experience more because they have more comfort and more gratitude. It reminds me to the experiments on children with attachment and their caregivers. So you take these two or three-year-olds and their primary caregiver and you put them in a room and then the primary caregiver leaves the room for a certain time period and then comes back. And then they monitored the child's reaction response to the the primary caregiver leaving the room and then re-entering the space. And they found these specific attachment styles. And they started to note that there's a certain attachment style where the child is more likely to, if they have a comfortable attachment to their parent and they feel safe in the environment, they're more likely to explore and have fun in the space. And that whenever the parent leaves and then comes back, there's an immediate appreciation of, oh, thank God, I'm glad that you're back. Um, they still appreciate and recognize the absence and the return, but then they get right back into exploring and feeling comfortable and safe in that room. So it's very similar in adulthood. We don't really change that much from when we're babies until we're adults. So if if you were raised in a household that taught you an unhealthy um, stable, an unhealthy center, then you, you, know, you, you can reset that. You can give yourself that stable center by giving yourself this self-love, giving yourself what you needed so that you can normalize love now. And then it gives you that power to freely explore and feel confident and sure that if you do take chances and you do take risks and you do believe in yourself and go for that opportunity, that you're not gonna fall apart, right? Because that's really what the child is dealing with and struggling with is, okay, if I leave my caregiver... You know, um, are they going to come back? You know, is my stable center going to come back? That's the mentality. And so by giving yourself self-love, you are training yourself to giving yourself that power. That's really what it is at the end of the day. So I don't want guys to shy away from this. Like if you you giving yourself self-love is not giving yourself mushy shit. All right. You're giving yourself self-love is building a stable foundation. And doing so in a way that looks right for you. So I encourage everybody to intentionally make a plan for self-love today. And, you know, you're going to have to remind yourself. You can set, I I set Google reminders for things like this. Set some reminders to say, hey, you know, um, it's self-love time. Go do one of those things. Go to one of those environments on your list. Go do one of those activities on your list. Um, And this is actually something that my therapist gave to me. So I do encourage you, once again, as I've done in all of the episodes so far, be sure to get a therapist on your side because they do check in with you. They remind you, they refresh, they affirm for you. They do a lot of things that, that you may not understand the power of it until you've experienced it. So I do encourage you to get that objective therapist in your life that you can relay these things to. Because everything that I'm sharing, like I, I learned some stuff because I do have a, a, a degree in psychology and counseling. But... That wasn't my career field. That's not what I did with it. So most of the stuff that I'm sharing with you guys are things that I've gotten from therapists that I've spoken to, or counselors or therapists that are friends of mine, um, research that I've read. That's where I'm getting this information from. So if you have a therapist, that's a powerful asset. Like I said in episode two, your therapist is like your fitness trainer except for your mental health. That's really what they're there for, to really empower and build up And show you, not really build it up for you, but show you how to build it for yourself, right? Because that's what the fitness trainer does. The fitness trainer comes in and they're like, yo, these are the changes that you need to make. Y'all do some things, exercises together, right? That build you up. But then you got homework to do, right? No fitness trainer is just going to send you out there in the world to do whatever. They're going to give you a plan, right? And then they kind of guide you and they teach you how to eventually, independently, do that care and nurturing for yourself. It's the same thing when it comes to a therapist. So that's what I want you guys to, to understand deeply. Is like it's like not, it's not any of those stereotypes that you may have believed or heard. Um, it's really truly like having a, a, a trainer, in essence, for your mental health. It's the same thing as that for your physical health. So once again, everybody, this is Word of a Rebel, and I'm here for empowerment. Be sure to follow this uh, podcast to get more episodes like this in the near future. And I also do frequently speak about financial empowerment and and financial growth and wealth growth and generational wealth. Uh, I do speak a lot more about that on this channel, but as I was going through a lot of the things in the last few months, I realized that some of the people that I'm working with, um, especially the younger people... Maybe dealing with some things in their home that are kind of creating a block, right? Blocking them from believing in their self worth, blocking them from believing in their own power and ability. And I also see it reflected in some adults that I have encountered across, you know, my my life. And I also have seen it in my own life. And I know, and you know, um, I recently was sitting in on a um, a a lesson of sort, a training of sorts, where the person was speaking about childhood abuse and childhood trauma. And I had a hard time sitting through it and I realized why. It's because she was highlighting so much of my own experience. And that she was highlighting some things that, you know, I, I knew was difficult for me. But when you hear it in a new perspective and you hear it with the research and everything else backing it, even though I knew some of it, um, my, my psychological training was more on the educational psychology front, how people learn and adapt. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of learning about um, how people process trauma until later in my career when I started working with youth. Um, so a lot of the time when I'm in these these sessions with these people who have the training in um, our responses to abuse and trauma, I really listen in. And it was hard for me to get through it because I recognized that until I had overcome those things, right, and not 100%, but until I had overcome them to a certain sustainable point, I realized how slowed my progress had been before that. And not a slowed progress with education, because if anybody knows me, they know like education was where I, I was a rock star. But I'm talking about how I moved and operated in my own career, making my own choices, being daring, being taking those risks, trying to build what I wanted to build. There was a slowed progress to that point. And so by sharing my story in this way, I'm letting you know like there, if you can normalize self-love, If you can come to affirmation, as I mentioned in episode one, like these things are really freeing and releasing. And so my hope is that someone else listening to this, that as you're progressing on your path to create the life that you want, that if you have experienced childhood abuse and childhood trauma, that maybe these episodes will encourage you to do the things that you need to do to clear out that debris that's in your way so that you can more rapidly move forward than you would otherwise. You're still not gonna move forward at you know too fast of a pace because too fast of a pace is bad for anybody. But then you're gonna move forward faster than you would have otherwise. You're gonna move forward with more empowerment and more confidence. And so i do encourage you also to check out my economic episodes as you go through this process by all means as you're going through the healing you can also go through the wealth growth process and getting a handle and control on things because at the core of it that's really what it's about like we're never going to be a hundred percent in control because chaos can still happen unexpectedly from different spaces as we know especially in south louisiana every year we brace ourselves for the hurricane season right but at the end of the day whenever you recognize that you have so much more control and so much more power than you realize. And if you're someone who came from an abusive household, you may sometimes retreat. You may not recognize the retreat, but you probably, if you reflect on it, you probably realize moments where it's like, you know what, I held myself back out of fear. Or I pushed away that relationship or that friendship out of fear. It's important to recognize those things so that you can change the behavior so that you can have the empowered life that you deserve. It does become more easy to move with confidence and with, and with empowerment whenever we can clear out the debris. And you have the power to do that. And so I hope that I encourage you to seek out the opportunities to get a therapist, to get the healing, to do the self-love, to, to open up those doorways and clear out that path. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. Be sure to hit me up and let me know any, anything you wanna share. If you feel like this has been helpful, if you feel like it has not been helpful, just hit me up on any of the social media platforms at Word of a Rebel. I look forward to having more conversations like this, and I will have another episode uh, by tomorrow, very likely on the same topic as we continue to branch out into it. Peace.